Movie recommendations and picks and trending topics. Oh my god, uh, Tay and Fizzman, you guys have had a massive, massive weekend. And I'm really surprised that you're here on the stream, to be quite honest. Uh, my name is J-Rod, that is Captain Fizzman, and that's Tay below me, Miss Marvel AUS. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Geekazoid, the weekly podcast where we chat all things uh, nerdy pop culture. We love talking about this stuff and we love having you tuning in live on the stream. Uh, we can see that we've got you guys tuning in, which is fantastic. So if you're listening to this live, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you are listening to it live, join the conversation and comment below. And if you're listening to this uh, podcast wise, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we appreciate it as well. Please leave us a uh, five-star rating. That would be fantastic. Shout out to the regular Talon Abdullah and Terry Welcome. They're coming in fresh. Look, uh, little weird guy. Good evening, or And uh, I mean, basically everybody on the stream was <laughs> at PAX. I wasn't at oh, PAX. Except for you. Except for me. I mean, I'm wearing my PAX shirt. I was, I was at home uh, vibing off everyone. So thank you everyone that were tuning in and were helping out, um, sharing the PAX culture. Uh, Abdullah's there as well. Hey everyone. Good evening. Tao's there. Hey guys, Tao, you look like you had a great time over the weekend. Uh, we also have, this looks like a new one here. Um, yeah. Neon Blue Star, uh, 2K7. Hello. Uh, Welcome. nice to meet you guys. Welcome. We're like, Oh, and, and I finally missed the Chris. Oh, cosplay the Chris. Cosplay Chris. It's the yeah. cosplay, uh, bro. You look like you had an amazing time last night at the Halloween Ends uh, premiere in Sydney. And congrats on your Halloween Ends. Uh, is it a review video? Uh, I, I heard that it's like one of the highest ones. Congrats, Chris. That's awesome. I'm gonna check it out probably after this stream. Um, Tay, how are you feeling after? Uh, Pax, you look like you had an amazing time. I am so tired. I feel like I need to nap for the rest of the week, but I did have my birthday yesterday, so <gasps> I couldn't rest. And I've been happy birthday! Thank you. Um, Before you go on, birthday mm. banana. There you go. Happy birthday, uh, Taylor. Yes. Make sure <laughs> you, you comment and wish Taylor a massive happy birthday. But sorry, Tay, go for it. You said you had a Thanks, massive weekend. Guys. Yeah, so I, I went out for dinner last night with my whole family, which was really nice. I had Japanese food, so I ate, like, my body's weight in miso steak. It was delicious. Oh, uh, so it was in a bit of a food coma as well. Uh, thanks, little weird guy. Um, thank you, Ads. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> thank you, guys. Um, but, yeah, so I didn't really do much since PAX. I've pretty much been recovering, really, I'm sure, uh, Fizz is even more exhausted than I am uh, with all the traveling that he had to do. Um, but yeah, can, it, it was a I, good day. Can you just talk me through this photo that you got here from PAX over the weekend? Um, yeah. You, 
an amazing time. Tell me, uh, what do you, what's your cosplay? Who you dressed as, mm. and what was your favorite uh, store booth display over the weekend? Yeah, so this cosplay it's from Monster Hunter, the the video game, okay. um, and it's based off the the monster Barrioth. So, you know, obviously it's quite hard to to cosplay a massive monster like that. It's got like uh -huh. huge wings and everything. But um, yeah. I had a great time. I had so many blisters on my feet. It was horrible. Uh, yeah, my feet were, were not happy at the end of the day. Um, thanks, Tal. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a really fun weekend. There was so much to do. I think I think that was definitely my favorite con of the year. If I'd, I'm going to be bold enough and say that was probably my favorite one of the year. They just have so much stuff to, to do there. Um, Fizz and I got to test out some new games that are coming out uh, and that are in beta mode. So that was very exciting uh, and a lot of fun. Amazing. Uh, Fizz, how about you, mate? PAX, how, how was your PAX? The return to PAX. I mean, this photo here says it all, to be quite honest. You look like you were so <laughs> excited to go to PAX. Yeah. Tell me, how was, how was your weekend? It was really fun. Also, yes, very tiring. Um, I sort of was... I, I took advantage of the closeness of where I was staying and I sort of was like running to and from my hotel. If I ever was like, I can't do this anymore. So it's like, go back to my hotel, chill out for a bit, change a cosplay, then come back and uh, get more photos and everything. Yeah, right. Yeah, photos. Speaking of photos, um, you were rocking. This is a, um, you had to dust the cobwebs off this photo. I, I believe, did, yes. Right? Uh, this, it's this been cosplay, six years since I've worn that cosplay. Oh damn! It still fits good too. Yeah, it does. You had fun. did you cosplay on multiple days or was this? I yeah. So I cosplayed on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I was just myself. You, you cosplayed as Captain Fizzman, did you? Yeah. <laughs> it was did funny you... because um, uh, some of the Beauty and the Geek people were there, and um, oh. one of the people took a photo of like these Beauty and the Geek cosplayers are getting so so good at creating their costumes because it's like BATG cosplay and it's like no it's just us yeah it was, <laughs> I saw some um, obviously some cosplays from the weekend it looked insane Tao said he had an amazing first time at his PAX in an interstate con that is amazing bro and um, I'm so glad that you had a great experience do you want to hear about my weekend guys sure. it wasn't as exciting as what yours. did you get up to well I built this thing for my <laughs> microphone <laughs> Uh, I got the cricket out, Tay, and I um, put the Geekazoid logo on the side there, and it's all the way yeah, around. So I'm hoping to bring that out very soon at some uh, cons or some premieres, and we're going to get some Geekazoid content very, very soon. Exciting. Uh, yeah, very, very exciting. And um, yeah, just getting back into the week, I guess. Uh, teaching's gone back for me as well, and a lot of releases coming out tomorrow, as you guys are full aware from the last... Um, podcast we had we've got a couple of games coming out tomorrow dragon ball um the breakers and also no more heroes is coming out tomorrow as well so uh look Jade we better stop talking game. yes even though we didn't we, know about it till till last week and yeah. i'm so excited <laughs> that i can actually purchase it tomorrow it's pretty exciting uh we better will throw... you play it hmm, i will actually because it'll be on the ps5 so i'm curious to see how it performs on the ps5 will i finish it that's another story because i already have but uh i gotta get it for the collection that's all anyway we better kick it over to trending topics because uh there are a couple of cool things that we need to talk about so this was a segment that we like to call trending topics <laughs> 
Alright, so the first thing up, uh, this dropped I think over the weekend, or maybe last Friday, but this is Need for Speed Unbound, and I absolutely love the Need for Speed franchise, the video game franchise that is, and it hasn't really been in a good place of late. It's been really, I don't know, trying to find its feet to be quite honest, and they tried to reboot it. Uh, just like a fresh story, and it was cool and all that, but like, it's really hard to do the Need for Speed franchise when you have like, I guess the really, the one of the best ones was Need for Speed Underground and Need for Speed Underground 2, because it was that underground culture, sort of like the Fast and the Furious, and um, from there they haven't really tried, well not that they haven't tried, they've tried to take it to another world where I was like, um, licensed street racing, like it was all like, I think that was pro street, and then they tried to do it with Undercover and all these other ones, um, but I think this is going to come back to where the foundations and, 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 and what people really love about Need for Speed. As you can see with this, the art style just reminds me of uh, Spider-Man um, Into the Spider-Verse, uh, or Into yeah, the Spider-Verse I should say, and also just that uh, cell shaded style which is really really cool also they're doing the whole thing where they're bringing back um well this guy right here that's asap rocky uh they're bringing back some i guess hip-hop uh actors or like you know influences into the video game to really push it along the line so that's really cool um i i cannot wait for this release this actually comes out in december fizz have you played I have a question, Jaden. You're a bit of a hip hop influencer with like your dance and everything. Are you yeah. part of the game? And you're just not telling us. Oh, I wish I was. I wish I had a car like that. Right? Uh, when I was, <laughs> when I was into the games and all that sort of stuff. Uh, my first car, I, it was a Mitsubishi Lantern. I souped it up with a spoiler <laughs> like that and wheels and all that. I, I went all out. I loved. <laughs> the um, Too Fast, Too Furious, and Tokyo Drift movies that came out from the Fast mm -hmm. and the Furious franchise. Uh, we can see Abdullah saying, oh my god, huge fan of the Need for Speed series, and also Talib, Need for Speed Most Wanted still, uh, still remains one of my childhood favorites. Fizzman, is Need for Speed something that you've played before, or something that you look at picking up? I have definitely played before, and I kind of consider racing games to be my forte, like something I'm really good at, so... I think when this comes out, we might have to do some Gigazoid challenges and oh. see if that still lives up. Okay, that's interesting. Tay, how about yourself? Do you delve in the in the racing car genre? I have actually. I do play Need for Speed sometimes. It's one of those games that I pick up once in a blue moon, play twenty minutes of it, and then I put it back down. I, I do quite like it. I just not very good at them, so I get over it very quickly. I crash too much. I promise I'm a good driver in real life, though. Just well, I'm interested. Video games, it seems. Well, I'm interested to see. Like the cars, sort of look like they're realistic, and then there's that mix of like animation, cell shaded into it. So it's a really interesting. Like, obviously, this is a, a clip that they've put together. This isn't gameplay footage at all. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, some gameplay and how they've mixed the two in together. Uh, I remember playing Need for Speed Underground 1 and 2 on the PC. What a memory of my childhood. Totally agree, Abdallah. And also, uh, the last Need for Speed game I played was Rivals. Ooh. I'm trying to think if that was the last one that they released, or I'm pretty sure it was just Need for Speed was the last one that they had released. Anyway, you guys will find out for me, if not Fizzman. But speaking of Fizzman, uh... You got some more Harry Potter uh, content for us, Fizz. I Talk do. So, uh, 
Over the past four or five weeks, Warner Brothers and The Wizarding World have been releasing the designs for all the different ones that we could potentially get at the Magic Caster One experience. Um, I want you to. I'm going to play this video first. So, it is episode four of Geekazoid. Um, I don't understand why that's not playing. That's that apparently they're okay. creating episode four of Geekazoid. It was when I first um, upon further research, messy, uh, first uh, uh, reported on it. Ones that are so we're just gonna watch this video and I'm gonna to switch back to the slide. So you have loyal for Hufflepuff, Herog for Gryffindor, Defiant for Slytherin, and honorable for Ravenclaw. They'll reach. Okay, so now we look at this. <laughs> this is very uh, yeah, so August 18th, my birthday, that episode. This is what the heroic wand looks like. Looks pretty sweet. Um, and this is only a fan club exclusive. So if you're part of the Harry Potter fan club, you get access to buy this wand. Oh. Uh, but then the ones that are available to the public is the Defiant one. So oh, oh, that's they're just, nice. They're so yeah. pretty. That one's sleek. You have the loyal wand. Oh. That reminds me of the um, Jurassic Park, you know, Dr. <laughs> Hammond, his yeah. thing on the top of it. Anyway. Uh, honorable. Oh, that's that's nice. And Still think the yeah. first one's my favorite, I reckon. The very so, first one that Fish showed or the... Um, the, the blue the, sleek one. Yes. With the blue can, we, can we go back to that one, Fizz? Yeah. This one. Yeah, that one. Defiant, yeah. yeah. Defiant, that is nice. I do like that one too. That is stunning. So yes, so we have our four one designs. You can also check them out. Um, unfortunately, you can't actually see what they look like because I actually have to use a VPN in order to get some of those images because it's only region locked to the UK and US because wow. that's where you're able to purchase them. This man with the hookups. <laughs> yeah. And the insider scoop. But yeah, be it's, going to, it's going to be ball. working on... <laughs> It's going to be uh, compatible with your uh, smart devices, so your Alexa, uh, Google Home, and also there will be an app available, a smartphone app, to do one dueling and everything, uh, which we already know about. So, so cool. Yeah. Very cool. Love that. Uh, Tay, it sounds like this is something that you will be... I mean, I know it's hard to pick it up because you're going to have to know somebody overseas to be able to get it. Um, does that, it, does seeing that defiant one make you just go, Ooh, yes. Thank you. Absolutely. If I can get my hands on it a hundred percent, um, it just, yeah, it depends on how much oh, effort I'll, I'm going I'll to find do. the hookup for it. Yeah. There we go. His man's got my back. Well, then I will definitely <laughs> be getting that one. I think. I don't know if it's going to fit in with all your, um, Star Wars Lego behind you, Tay. That looks unreal. Your slave behind you, the R2 and the uh, mm -hmm. AT-80, that's insane. These are only about a quarter, maybe no. almost half of my collections. Are. These are just like my bigger ones. Yep. And then uh, I got these two up here, these little diorama ones. So the trash compactor and the Dagobah training over here. Uh, I made those ones today. Got them for my birthday. So that's honestly what I've been doing all day because of this horrible weather here in Melbourne, we've got flooding everywhere. So I did a nice indoor activity today, which was building those Lego sets. Is <laughs> there room for the Razor Crest? There is. There is. I I will make room. You. Will, I was <laughs> going to say. 
I will make room. hundred percent. Now, Tay, I just tell need us to about save this. up the money to get it. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, tell us about this. This is something that you really wanted to talk about before. Uh, yeah. Whenever we pick our trending topics, I always go, guys, talk about whatever you want to talk about. And you mentioned that, uh, Madam Webb, there was some set photos. Uh, talk mm-hmm. us through this. And we see somebody that we recognize, but with a different look. Yes, so we've got Madam Webb, which is from the uh, Spider-Man comic book series. Um, She is a clairvoyant uh, mutant. Um, And we have Sydney Sweeney here, who uh, we recognize from Euphoria. Uh, She's going to be starring in it as well. Our main uh, character, uh, who is going to be Madam Webb, is Dakota Johnson, from most, most commonly known from Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, we see her here in this red leather jacket. So these are the first set photos that we've gotten. They started filming, I think it was about June or July this year in 2022. Um, but these are the first kind of photos that we've got. And it's only been in the last week that I've seen these. Um, but this red jacket, it, it kind of pays homage to her looks um, in the comic books. Um, then we also have some other uh, actors that you might recognize if we go back to the main photo there uh, we've got adam scott who's in parks and recreation mm-hmm. uh, and then we've got emma roberts as well um, and yeah a few other actors there so i'm really excited for it it's going to be like a, a female focused movie um, at first i thought it was going to be a series but i'm actually quite excited that it's actually going to be a movie um, yeah i think they it's going to be set in like the 2000s I think so about 20 years previously i think it's it's being a clairvoyant uh i'm sure that we're going to see some uh kind of uh predictions for the future and i have a feeling knowing marvel they're going to tie it all into what's what we've been seeing in the mcu in the last year or so um but yeah i'm very excited um did you guys know do you guys know much about madam webb i only know from what I've seen in the the classic Spider-Man animated series from the 90s. That's really my first introduction to Madam Web. Uh, so I don't really know her sort of story arc or where it's going. So this is going to be totally, um, you know, off. Like, to, well, to me, Madam Web is much, 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 much older. So to see, yeah. um, you know, her portrayed as a, as a younger uh, sort of character I guess it's the origin story and I'm trying to figure out how everybody else fits into it as well but okay um, the... do you want to know yeah tell me Adam on. Scott is playing Uncle Ben oh okay and Emma Roberts is playing Mary Parker and this is obviously is Peter is Peter's Peter... mum yeah yeah but is Peter around is he born or no this is this is why i'm like it doesn't feel like it would be in the 2000s because you're looking at like when these like this feels very much of like a young like it feels like they might be utilizing flashbacks or it might be set in another time okay because their fashion sense here doesn't say to me that this is like a 90s movie that's the thing like it feels it's, it's interesting how, like, how each of these characters come about. So, and, like, the only thing I know about Madam Web is from the Shattered Dimensions uh, game. video game. Yeah. And also, Sandra Bullock, a lot of people were uh, wanting Sandra Bullock to play Madam Web, but an older version of her. Huh. How Ooh. interesting. 
Um, little guy, uh, little weird guy also says that his knowledge is from the original Spider-Man animated series. I used to be scared of her every time she was on the screen. Mind you, I was like five, I th- four or five at the time. She just freaked me out for some reason. Um, but speaking about like being alternative, um, or an alternate um, dimension, we see uh, this footage. And I thought that this was really interesting. I actually saw this footage or this, um, this photo on facebook or instagram but then i this tweet got me confused it says that uh aaron taylor johnson is playing miles morales and we know that he's playing craven the hunter right but apparently Mm -hmm. somebody reckons that this suit that he's wearing is the miles morales spider suit i i mean if you zoom in it's just a blur it doesn't really look like the miles morales suit but in saying that we don't know what's happening in terms of alternate dimensions or who knows, maybe so, just, who knows. According to further research, uh, the film is <laughs> probably going to be set in the 1990s. There you go. Okay. Okay. But does this fashion sense? I don't know. Like yeah. maybe it is. That I it mean, reminds me very much of Spice Girls, like yeah. 90s, early 2000s fashion. That's yeah. what this yeah. reminds me of. Okay. Could be. Yeah, I think mm. you're right. I mean, I mean, what do I know about fashion? But yeah, okay, like, it could be right. I, I would say this is like around like 97 to the 2000s. So yeah, it's a very small window, but yeah. So if we do the math on that, if Spider-Man is meant to be 18 in the movies, or 18 or 19, plus the, the blip happened as well, uh, but he didn't age, so... Um, I'm trying to f- figure this out in terms of the timeline, but then also is this Tom, um, Tom Holland's timeline or is this like Venom's, you know, that sort of yeah, timeline? They could throw uh, something completely different in the, in the mix. Yeah. They could be like, oh so no, this, Peter... is, this is a universe we haven't heard before. <laughs> yeah. So Peter Parker's born in 2001. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this so... is, this is that late nineties. That's possible, but it sounds like, um, what's. What's uh, Peter Parker's dad's name? It's not James, is it? No. Uh, hold on. Because I know you said Ben. Yeah, Parker, Uncle Ben. And then, and then you got Mary. Uh, Richard. Richard and Rich- Mary Parker Rich- are his parents. Okay, there you go. So maybe she's going to meet Richard in this, and that's when they... I don't know. Who knows? It could... Because you're saying, like, the whole clairvoyancy tape. It could be like mm-hmm. a... We need to, I'm thinking back to the future. We need to make them meet because Spider-Man will cap it well, Imagine. That would that be, would be a really cool funny. twist. Uh, <laughs> does anyone, anybody want to add anything else to this before we move on to the next one? No, I think that's it. Oh, wicked. All right. I'm, I'm hoping this... that, I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very interested in this, in this tweet, this post here. It's, it's yeah. confusing me so much. It's, I don't know what to believe. Yeah, I know. Well, what can you believe these days? Like, mm-hmm. I guess anyone can play anyone now because the multiverse is happening. Uh, this is something I found really, really interesting. I'm not sure if it's something that I'm going to pick up, but LEGO Table Football was announced uh, a couple of days ago. But what is really, really interesting... Um, so, okay, LEGO Table Football, I'll tell you this first. Uh, <laughs> it's like the foosball game that you play and you sit across the the table from somebody and you turn the knobs and it kicks but can did you see just then that character just then that lego um okay so here we go this is how you play chuck the lego in there and you you can interchange the the players and um this set includes like yellow uh brick men and minifigs but it's also got alternative colors as well 
But just then, as we just saw that popped up on the screen, this is the first time that a Lego piece is getting a Lego character with Vitilago. This is the very first set that that's going to happen to. And um, I don't know if it shows in the video, but there's also um, one of the Lego heads. It has like a, a hearing aid as well, which I think is the very first time that a Lego piece gets that as well. So this is really customizable in terms of this set. You, you can see that you've got the fans in the back and you've also got the characters in the front. Apparently there are 30 different heads that you get in this set so you can interchange it as much as you want and also wigs to match as well so you really can customize your football team however you like so this is really cool and i think this is a really cool step that lego has taken and as i was saying before yes they do have yellow brick minifig uh heads and and arms and all that sort of stuff but as you can see in front of you here they are like in terms of like representation it's across mm -hmm. the board which is so so cool and it's really cool that lego have uh, introduced, you know, a Lego character for everyone, which is really cool. <laughs> Have you guys heard about this set before in the chat as well? If you guys are watching this live, um, I know Little Weird Guy says it's cool for Lego to be inclusive. 100%. Really, really cool. And maybe we'll be seeing this in future, like maybe Lego City packs or who knows. But Tay, you're a massive Lego fan. We can tell with your backdrop. Um, <laughs> How cool is this? And is this something that, you know, is about time that Lego and maybe just toy brands in particular started doing this sort of thing? Absolutely. I've seen some like uh, dolls. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if it, but Barbie in general, they've been pretty inclusive lately. Um, they've had disabled um, Barbie dolls, like wheelchair. Yep. They've had so many now. I, I love it. And I especially love watching all, I get pulled into all the TikToks when, all these like really like young toddlers are going and seeing you know these dolls in the in the shops that look yep. like them so i think absolutely just like you said it's about time it's yeah it's crazy that it's taken this long but i'm so happy that uh, with what they've done it's yeah. it's really nice to see I mean, I don't think anyone was like, oh, Lego, oh, you haven't you know inclusive and all that sort of stuff but i think it's just yeah. I, I think it's just a really cool touch and, um, you know, it's like you just said, you can make a character that looks like you, um, mm -hmm. which is great. Hopefully we see that in video games. I know Fizz, sorry, now we're going back to um, Hogwarts Legacy, but you said that that was an option in, in Hogwarts Legacy. Yep. Hey, mm -hmm. yeah, that's insane. That's really, really cool. Any, like... any chance to talk about Hogwarts Legacy for me? <laughs> <laughs> I've also been liking that they're uh, making their Lego sets a lot more interactive. Like, I feel like gradually, like, you know, they've always had little pieces that move, but gradually we're getting sets that you can actually play with a lot more like has all moving parts so i like that now they've got you know something that's actually like a game so mm -hmm. it kind of uh it gets me interested to see what they can come up with next because it'd be really cool like think about all the possibilities of having like these actual like interactive lego games like now i'm thinking like battleship and things like that imagine playing yes. with that with all lego i would love yes. that I'd, I know that there's a Harry Potter Lego set like this, the chess, but I'd love just like a really mm -hmm. cool, like high-end Lego uh, chess set. It would be really, really cool. Um, yeah, uh, Fizz, we're going to throw it over to you now, buddy, because I saw this drop over the weekend and I'm a little bit confused about the concept. I remember them talking about doing like a Scooby-Doo um, adult version. Is this, is this that? Is this... What, what is this? Explain it to me. 
Uh, so essential is this is a new HBO Max series Velma that is focusing on Velma of the Mystery Inc. gang. Uh, as we see, it pays the trailer pays homage to the Scream nineteen um ninety six or ninety seven, I believe, where where the iconic scene of the killer the call is coming from <laughs> the call, the killer is in the house and very like horror based. But I am excited for it because um. Mindy Kaling is actually voicing Velma, so we're getting, we're not getting our typical, um, say, white actress yeah. playing it. Ca we're actually Caucasian, getting yeah. some, we're, we're getting some Southeast representation, but also it has like a wide, like the cast is amazing. So you have um, Glenn Howerton as Fred, Constance Wu from Fresh Off the Boat as Daphne, and Sam Richardson from Hocus Pocus 2 as Norville, aka Shaggy. And we have Frank Weller, Welker, who is who's been part of the Scooby Doo franchise uh, since the beginning. Who originally voiced Fred, but now and now Scooby, so he's going to be returning as the voice of Scooby Doo. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's going to be very much of an adult-themed look, like more of a focus on Velma. Is this something that people were wanting, like in terms of like an adult Scooby Doo? Is this, do you know, like, I mean, I love Scooby-Doo. I love the the movies. I love the original Hanna-Barbera series. Growing up as a kid, loved it. Um, is, is, I don't know. Like, I, I'm i not salty on it at all. I'm just like, this. it's just an interesting choice. And to focus on Velma as well. Is it because she's just got so much, like, uh, I don't know, appeal on TikTok and, you know, in the cosplay community as well? I think that's it. Like, I think... Uh, I mean, there, there's been a fandom that have always kind of um, like over-sexualized Scooby-Doo in a way. Um, like, you know, when you think about like Halloween costumes and things like that, I mean, Halloween costumes, they over-sexualize things most of the time. <laughs> but I um, on TikTok, like you said, I've noticed a bunch of videos um, for Scooby-Doo and it hasn't really died down. It's always kind of pretty constant. Um, but I agree. I thought it was an interesting choice to go with Velma, but I do see the appeal. Um, the, everyone's trying to be more inclusive now. So I think they went with the the option of like, you know, that nerdy character because she doesn't really get to, to shine much. I, I no, think. Nurse Rise. Yes. Uh, we're taking over. Rise. We're taking over. <laughs> it's so funny because Velma always used to be, I've grown up as a kid, my favorite character. I don't know why. Uh, and then also in the movies, I I don't know. I gravita I gravitated towards the Velma character as well. You did you know Linda Cardellini, who played Velma in the Scooby Doo movie, plays Laura Barton in Hawkeye, Hawkeye. and the yeah. Avengers, and also, and also yes. she was Chutney in um, Legally Blonde. Yeah. Was she really? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's she that's looks wild. super young. Super yeah. Young, <laughs> so look. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm interested, but I'm wondering if this is like adult, as in like, is it like a Rick and Morty sort of adult based thing? Like the where there's is there gonna be swearing? Is it like I know that we just saw in that video before, like it got pretty bloody, but um, and I know that there was a still going around where you saw you saw Daphne and she was like naked, but she was covering herself. Like they're really trying to push this like adult version, but like what what is it? What makes it adult? Like uh, that's I don't know. I think anyway. it was just so, recently that they announced that Velma um, is lesbian now that she's uh, in yes. 
So I think that as well as kind of added on to all of this hype with Velma, um, because okay. they, you know, because everyone has always suspected. Well, yeah, that's right. But now they finally made an episode where it was super obvious. So, but yeah, what were you something, gonna something that the trailer really, uh, like the way the trailer is, um, like as in paying homage to Scream, um, I feel like it's given me a lot of. It's the way that WandaVision was, where it's like taking different sitcoms or like these TV shows and adapting it to this. So I feel like that might also play a big part of it as well, because as we see in the trailer, we see a murder happen. We don't know who yeah. gets murdered, but we see a murder happen. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a oh, look keen to see it. I think it comes out. I know it comes out next year, early next year. We're not sure, but um, HBO Max, which I believe would be binge here in Australia. Yep. All right, we better throw it over to our last thing, Taylor. Uh, PlayStation yes. Stars is officially has officially hit Australia. Um, tell us a little bit more about it if you, if you know anything yeah. about it. So PlayStation Stars is a – you're going to have an app and you can collect uh, collectibles. <laughs> how how yeah. do I – so, yeah, it's, Are you earn digital, unique digital collectible and um, rewards. You get points and you will have like a digital display case where you can show off all your trophies. Yeah. Um, for the, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, here we go, you've got extra perks for PlayStation Plus members. You can exchange your points that you get for redeemable like money for like your PSN wallet funds. So you can actually earn points like play games you can finish campaigns and you'll get a trophy you'll get earn points and you can put that towards buying a game so i i think this is a great idea um great incentive to to get people to um start using the app more because i feel like yes. the not a lot of people use or utilize the the playstation app as much as they they can be um, so if anyone, if you're not using the PlayStation app on your phone, use it. It is very, very helpful. Um, you don't have to go through all these other different settings. And yeah, now we're going to have a cool collectibles program. Um, there's going to be four levels. So you, the more points you get and the more trophies you're getting, the higher levels you go and you'll get more unique um, collectible items. Fizzman, do you want to add to that? the PlayStation app can't relate at all. Uh-huh. No, uh, well, that's sorry right. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. What I, I love about <laughs> uh, what I love about this, I guess, you don't have to pay for it. This is something that if you have the PlayStation app, you basically have it at your fingertips. I guess just update it. Um, like you said, you get collectibles every month. There's new collectibles. It's almost like it's it's to me. It's almost like a a social media sort of platform for PlayStation where you can show off your collectible cabinets. I guess they're going to get people to use the app more often, but it's like whatever collectibles are out this month, you've only got this month to get those uh, digital rewards. And if you miss out this month, well, you, you miss out. And I guess you'll have to trade. I'm not sure trading is an option now, but I'm assuming later on, like, there might be a no more heroes figure or something like that. And if you don't get it, you have to trade with someone and you know, it's all that sort of stuff. And if you're a um, PS plus member, you get more exclusive. So I'm, I, I was meant to jump on it before we got onto the podcast because I wanted to test it out, but definitely after this, I'm going to, and if you don't have the PS app, you can download games 
from your phone and it will connect straight to your PlayStation at home. So like if you're at work and you're like, oh yeah, I want to play this game. You can hit download your PlayStation back home if it's connected to the internet. will turn on. It will start loading the game in, and when you get home, it is ready to play. That's that the app is is fantastic. Um, yeah, definitely. So check I it think out. it's safe to say that Jaden definitely didn't get any collectibles this month because he barely plays his PlayStation. <laughs> well, it, this <laughs> service just started today, so I'm going to be jumping on tonight. To, to do that, to, we'll, so I don't miss out this we'll, month. We'll, we'll see, we'll see. But I'll probably miss out on November and December, to be quite honest, because it's just, <laughs> it's just a hectic time of the year. That is cool. Let us know in the comments below if you, this is something that you guys are going to be um, getting. I know Ab says he's finally uh, signed up already onto the PS app, which is awesome. Let us know if you are as well. And let us know what your PlayStation username is, because I'd love to add you, and I'm sure Tay will do the same, and we can mm-hmm. play each other eventually when I log on myself uh that's gonna wrap it there for the trending topics very good guys a a wide range of stuff that's coming out which i love to see uh but we're gonna take a really really short break now because uh well you know what captain fizzman you do the honors so we are heading over to my variant captain fizzman who is delivering this week's trivia question so get ready geekazoid what is up everyone it is captain fizeman here captain fizeman's variant here here to deliver you this week's trivia and in honor of our lovely effervescent host taylor as her birthday um this week i am doing a trivia all about star wars so tay there are no excuses you better get all of these right because i'm doing this just for you as always make sure to interact in comments with your answers and we'll highlight them if you have any one of them right are you guys ready are your thinking caps on if they are get ready because this is where the fun begins okay question one what is the name of the Ewok that Leia befriends. Once again, what is the name of the Ewok that Leia befriends? Do you think you know it? Okay, question two. In what system would you find the small planet of Mustafa? Once again, in which system or in what system would you find the small planet of Mustafa? And then finally, our final question. In Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Greed references a pointy-eared, green-haired, legendary Jedi Master. Who is he referencing? Once again, in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Greed references a pointy-eared, green, legendary Jedi Master. So, who is he referencing? Make sure to interact in the comments down below, and I'll see you guys very soon for the answers. Oh. I love that. Thank you, Fizzman. I am oh, going to be very embarrassed if I get these wrong. Hey! <laughs> Number one fan. I love oh, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We have fan block. That's all right. Oh, did you block it? Fantastic. Yes. We're getting popular now. We're getting spam. That's when you know you've made it. <laughs> no, we did it. <laughs> we have spam box. All right, Tay, I'd be very disappointed if you didn't get the first one right. 
I uh, the first one's the only one I'm I'm confident in. The second one, I'm I'm almost feel like I've got it right. The third one, I feel like it's a trick question. It seems too obvious for me, so I I feel like it's a trick question. So I think I've got that one wrong. I I think I've got two out of the three. The, the Mustafa one's confusing me a bit because you said the Mustafa. Sorry, what? What system? system would you find the small planet of Mustafa in? Yeah, okay. Okay, it's confusing me because I've got... I thought... Anyway, I'm not going to talk because I might wreck it for somebody, but <laughs> um, we better we better move on. But if you know the answers to Fizzman or Captain Fizzman's trivia questions, let us know in the comments. We want to see how well you know your pop culture. And if you're listening to this on the train or driving or wherever you are in podcast form, have a think. Delve, don't pick up your phone and go onto Google and to try it out. We really want you to test this out. And of course, if you missed the trivia questions this week, you can always join us on our Instagram for the reels where Captain Fizzman is dominating the uh, Geekazoid reels every week with the questions and the answers. All right. We're going to move right along to this next uh, category topic. We didn't know actually what to talk about this week because we've got a list long of things that um okay little weird guy you have written exactly what i think it is i'm not going to share it on the screen but that's what it's confusing me because i'm like anyway i'm not going to talk about it if you want to know what um little weird guy said <laughs> you, you're gonna have to find it on, on youtube <laughs> um okay so last week we were like what are we going to talk about this week and everyone was like well how about we just watch the movies that we haven't watched before and we will pick <clears throat> Jaden trying to get yes. Jaden to watch Anastasia yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is really all just a ploy to get you to watch Anastasia finally we needed which an it, excuse <laughs> which it worked and um so I picked a movie for Tay Tay picked a movie for Fizz Fizz picked a movie for me and of course all his three options was Anastasia. So I'm going to kick things off because I feel like I'm the only person in this, well, I am the only person in this chat that uh, hasn't watched Anastasia, unless you guys are tuning in and you haven't watched it before. But Anastasia. And the funny thing is, is that I've heard about this movie plenty of times before. It's a 20th Century Fox production back in 1997 or 1998. I think Tay said that was in um, in Australia. Um, mm-hmm. I remember seeing this movie. It. I remember watching this as a kid, but I don't think I actually watched the whole thing. And I think my sister was um, watching it, and I would just watch it like on VHS, and I would just watch it off the off her shoulder. Happy to say, I watched it. It's on Disney Plus, and it was a really really good movie to watch i enjoyed it i thought the music was fantastic um the storyline i'm not really familiar with the, the the russian law of anastasia and and how she grew up and that whole backstory i tried to look at some youtube videos to see how accurate it was but i just ran out of time by the time they got to it um but yeah really a really good late 90s film Definitely a contender for what Disney was doing at the time, for sure. Uh, the songs were great. I did mention that before. Um, but I know why, as a kid, that I didn't like it. And I, I can only think that the animation style and the color scheme isn't as vivid as Disney movies. So at the time, I was I was loving, like, you know, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, 
The Lion King. These are all movies around like that that 90s era, the Renaissance era. And when you look at the tones used in this film, and this is not a bad thing. I'm just saying, why didn't I enjoy this as a kid? But you can see that the tones are really pastel. They're darker. Uh, I guess it's really showing off the period. Like that, it was a, you know, a grittier time in Russia. And then when they travel over to Paris, it gets a bit more colorful and, and, uh, and flamboyant with the, with the color palette. But you never really see, you know, blues being like, you know, uh, royal blues or reds being like red. It's all like a shade, you know, to, I guess, really depict the time. It's Every got like time that cool tone filter on it. Yes, yes. And, and also, oh my goodness, I don't know how you guys weren't scared of this as a kid watching the scene with... Um, I was. Uh, with... Why am I forgetting Rasputin, his name? Rasputin. I was yeah. thinking of that Boney M song. I'm like, what's... Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Um, Rasputin. When he gets Terrifying. possessed or when he gets, um, you know, gets sells his soul and you mm-hmm. see his skin get ripped off him and he's just a skeleton and, and right at the end as well. I was like, wow, this definitely <laughs> isn't a Disney movie. Um, but the voice acting was fantastic. I love the animation style. Also, I freaked out in the first minute because as we know yesterday, if you're following the news, uh, Angela Lansbury, or An- mm-hmm. Angela Lansbury, yeah. she voiced the grandmother in this and as soon as I heard her voice at the beginning of this, I was like, oh, that's her. Because obviously on TikTok and everywhere, you can just hear her voice. I just saw instantly of the Beauty and the Beast, uh, Mrs. Potts, uh, yeah. and also Ben Knobs and Broomsticks as ben well. Ben Knobs and Broomsticks. That was yes. my favorite. And Natasha was telling me yesterday uh, that she grew up watching this movie called Mrs. Mrs. Santa Claus. And she plays like the female, I, I, I guess she's Santa Claus's wife. And it's about like how she helps out for Christmas, but nobody really acknowledges her. And it's, a, it's, it's an older film. So we're going to watch that this Christmas for sure. But, um, Oh, it's saying, go get your tickets. Now guys do not get your tickets now because it's <laughs> definitely not out, but, um, but, but go and but, watch it. Definitely yeah, go, go watch oh, it. Oh, go watch it. It's, it's an easy watch. It's an hour and a half. It's fantastic. The visuals are beautiful. Like the animation that they use for this is very reminiscent. Like there's a lot of 3D. You can tell that that's the way that they were going because I know in Aladdin, it's nothing new because Aladdin had it with the Cave of Wonders. Beauty and the Beast had it with the big ball dance scene. Uh, But they use it a lot in this film and it's just, it's breathtaking how they combine, you know, that 3D animation with the 2D animation as well. Songs are great. Um, I said that before. And there was a game growing up. It is very true. The songs are Oh, <laughs> and the main song, I can't remember what the main song is now, but um, I had once heard upon that song. a dream. Once upon a December. Once upon a December, that's what it is. Yeah. No, but once there's upon one a that dream she, is Aurora. There's one where she breaks. So that's the one that she they sing at the beginning, right? But then there's a song later on with the dog. I can't remember the dog. Is that once upon a oh, dream? When she wants to go to St. Petersburg and she's like, yes. the, the heart don't fail me now. Yes, that one. That one. That one, mm. I've heard that so uh, journey, many Journey, journey to our past, journey okay. to my past. I've heard that so many times at Dancer Steadfords because they would use it as a lyrical or whatever. It was like always that. contemporary. Yes, yes. So that's why I've I was like I've heard this song plenty of times yeah. before. Adela says beautiful movie. I have seen it. Um, great yeah. movie. Yes, Angela Lansbury uh, is in it. R.I.P. Hundred percent. Um, but. Yeah, this is great. And sorry, just to before we throw it over to, I believe Taylor is next. But mm-hmm. the funny thing is, you know how I was saying before that the art style, I not that I wasn't a fan of, but as a kid, I was I didn't gravitate towards it. There was a game that I grew up with that I played on the PC, and it's I called Broken Sword. And the art style is 
eerily the same oh, in terms yeah. of like the artwork in the back there and the sort of the tones. This is like a detective movie where you have to sort of click the clues, put them together and figure out who the killer is. So you can see this art style here. I played this in the 90s. In 1995, 1996, I played this with my sister. We would sit around our Windows 95 and we would play this game on CD-ROM. Um, and you can see the art style is eerily similar. And even the character here, George Sobart, looks really, really close to Dimitri in this uh, movie, just with different color hair. Um, it kind of reminds me of a Barbie detective game that I used to play on the computer. Oh, really? It's like I, very I'm... similar. Like you just got to walk around and pick up clues and everything. It was a similar kind of aspect, but... Barbie was a little bit later than this one. Well, this is called uh, Broken Sword, the, the Night Templars, and it's got a lot of history in it, like ac actual accurate history. Uh, and then they try and weave in like some cult in the background. <laughs> and like, it's really, really cool. I, You can get it on Steam. You can get it for a steal on Steam. And there's about five games in the franchise. So definitely check that out. And sorry, just before I throw it over to you, Tay, um, uh, where is he again? What's his name? Um... Why am I Rasputin? Rasputin. You cannot tell me that he doesn't look like Jafar, but you know Jafar in the cell where he gives like Aladdin, like, you know, the, tells him to go to the Cave of Wonders. Yeah. It's the art 100%. style there. I was like, I, I, all I could see was Jafar uh, in this scene, but but any, or, in all the scenes that he was in. Anyway, loved it. Thank you so much for the recommendation. I highly recommend everyone watch it as well. And just a great story and how it finishes as well. I love the fact that Anastasia was the one to... Uh, am I allowed to spoil it? I'm sure I am. I this think like it's been long enough. <laughs> I I love the fact that uh, Anastasia was the one to end, you know, Rasputin, and mm -hmm. it, it didn't require a male to do it because the male is no, he doesn't have like Dimitri doesn't have any more powers than what Anastasia has, and I just love the fact that you know she was the one to do it. So I can understand why a lot of people love it and how it ends at the end as well. I think that was a really cool touch that I actually didn't see coming. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Sorry, Terry just chimes in and says Broken Sword is a great game series, and also uh, Anastasia, the Disney movie that is not a Disney movie. Hundred percent. Everyone thinks it's a Disney movie. Apparently, she doesn't have a Corey. It is uh, now, but. I don't know if it is. It's funny, actually. Let's let's keep talking about this. I don't know if it is only because it's actually based on a true royal family. So it's still Disney, like, did do like that actual like induction thing to be like, yes, it is now a Disney movie. She's now a Disney princess. So they did that that thing. Not an official Disney princess. So they but made, they're saying they had it at an event that they did say that. She was a how recently last year because yeah, 2020 year still has it. As, yeah, it was um... about, I was gonna say six months to a year ago because we did we mentioned it briefly on one of the earlier yeah, podcasts. We I did, probably mentioned I did it. some prep work for it <laughs> somewhere. We mentioned it when we said underrated movies, and Tay, I think you mentioned that mm -hmm. this was your underrated movie. And I, yeah. I was literally about to say deja vu, we've had this conversation yeah. before, <laughs> we, but, we definitely um... have, but yeah, no, so. It's it's loosely based off the yes. royal family. Like there is almost no truth to it at all. Like this is a very fictional fantasy version, um, pretty much just based on the names of the the Russian family. Right. Um, but speak. I wanted as soon as you told me that you weren't interested in it because of the color scheme, it just proves my point even further that your pick for me was speed racer and i 
totally understand now why you went into Anastasia for the color scheme. And How I know funny. why why we always why you always try and bring up Speed Racer or Scott Pilgrim. I understand yet. now. It makes so much sense that you need those bright colors to, to reel you in. <laughs> you need the big it. flashing lights and the oh. comic book stuff. I yes. I actually thoroughly enjoyed this. I I got to be honest, I was a little hesitant and I was a little bit of a, a naysayer beforehand. I was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to like it, but I definitely enjoyed it. This is what I watched while I built my Legos and it took me so long to do them because I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I, the twist at the end as well, I thought I had it in the bag being like, yep, I know what's happening. And then I got just so confused about the brother. I was like, yeah, I know, I know. But I didn't know. It turns out I did know. It was just, it was a wild ride. Yes, 100%. Look, you can have spoilers in here, but Fizz, I know you haven't watched it, but obviously like... I've seen the cartoon though. So the movie... But I haven't actually seen the movie. So the movie is... The twist at the end is different from the, the animated series, right? So <laughs> it's interesting how they have Racer X and then you also got his brother and it's like... They're meant to be the same person, right? But they in this movie they cast two people to play um, Speed's brother and Racer X, and then they answer how that's possible at the end, which is pretty wild. And like I said before, this was marketed as a time kids. travel. That's the, that's the twist. <laughs> that there's no time travel in this. So but, the uh, yeah, but uh, variant doppelgangers <laughs> yeah. or uh, a facelift. Uh, so yeah, so, and literally like, and only like the Wachowskis can do that. The, the directors of the Matrix series and, um, Jupiter Ascending, um, they could only do this movie justice, but you can see the art style. There's a lot of CG in it. This movie was marketed to kids and it definitely, uh, this movie go, would go over the top of kids' heads, right? Tay? Besides like yeah. oh, Spridal and, and, you know, the monkey and all that, like, but yeah, here we go. Terry's like Speed Racer is better on the big screen. Terry is like, he's just like a sponge for pop culture. He just knows all these obscure movies and games. And like, he just is, we should have him on the pod one time because I'm sure that, Fizz, I reckon Terry could give you a run for your money in terms of like knowledge on pop culture. Like he's. Okay, he, okay. I mean, I mean, if we, we want if we, if we to throw the gauntlet down, then sure, let's do it. A challenger worthy of Fizz Man. And also, Abdullah says, seen Speed Racer since a childhood, uh, and, uh, childhood cartoon show, I should say. Terry laughs at that too. Um, so, Tay, I was thoughts? surprised with Chris. Yeah, I was surprised that Christina uh, Ricci was in it. Yeah. Richie, yeah. I, I had no idea. So, that one was a nice surprise. As also, I actually haven't seen her in a role like that before. I just, I don't know. It, it threw me off a little bit. Like, I haven't seen her. I don't know. She felt more like bubbly. Yeah. Um, in most yes. films that I have seen her in, and it was it was strange, but I loved it. I, I I'm sad that I hadn't watched it sooner. I definitely enjoyed it. I w I wanted to be a little bit bit picky and be like, mm, it was okay, but I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I agree it's with you. The bright colors it reels yeah. you in. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you got so on the big the screen. So does the pet because I wanted I've always oh, wanted a pet chimp. Who, who doesn't? Who doesn't who, who doesn't like a bit of yeah monkeying around? And also when uh, Terry said better on the big screen, hundred percent Blu-ray on this thing. I would love for this thing to be on 4K. I don't think it's going to happen, but you can always dream, right? Uh, <laughs> Fizz, 
we better throw it over to your trivia questions before we get to yes. you for your last movie. <laughs> and I can everyone like I know you're doing your trivia questions, but can everyone have a guess at what movie Tay one of the movies that Tay recommended to Fizzman. Have a guess. You are not going to guess it. Trust me. I was like, wow, I haven't heard about that movie in such a long time. So have a guess, guys. Have a guess. Unless you've got a sheet of paper that we have. Uh, you, you, you wouldn't have any idea. But Fizzman, cue the questions or the answers of your trivia stuff. Go for it, buddy. Apoya, uh, how do you think it all went? You guys think you got two out of three, one out of three, three out of three? Tay, I'm looking directly at you. I've, I know one of them, 100%. The second one, I'm 50-50. Third one, I, yeah. No, I don't think I got the third one right just because I'm so stressed that it's a trick question. So I have two answers. I have two answers written down. Okay. Yeah, the last one I'm not sure of. but uh, And also Terry goes, Caravan of Courage. No, it's not that. But that is a wild... <sighs> that's such a boring movie. But anyway, um, do you know what it movie it is, Terry? one. It was hard to oh. find one um, yes. for, to, like, to, for me to pick with Fizzman because we have yeah. such similar tastes in movies. Taste. Well, that's right. Yeah. You were like, this movie, this movie tastes, and Fizzman's like, come on, mm-hmm. Tate. You know seen I've it, already seen watched it. it. Yeah. Like, I would usually go for like some sort of musical, but Fizzman's got my back with the musicals and he already mm-hmm. likes them. So yep. it was super tricky to find one that I loved, but he may have not have watched. So How funny. Yes. All right, Fizzman, let's do it. I'm, I'm keen to find yeah. out the answers. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Let's go. Geekazoid. What is up, everyone? Do you think you got all those questions correct? Tay, I'm looking at you because you are our Star Wars expert. So, Tay, looking at you directly. Uh, Anyways, it is time to find out the answers to this week's trivia questions. Okay, question one. What is the name of the Ewok that Leia befriends? It is Wicket! Okay, question two. In what system would you find the small planet of Mustafa? The answer is Mustafa! (laughs) And then finally, our final question. In Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Grease references a pointy-eared green legendary Jedi Master. Who is he referring to? He is of course referring to Master Yaddle! Ah, did you think it was Yoda? I think a lot of people thought that. Anyways, how did you guys go? Let us know in the comments down below. Also make sure to follow Geekazord on all our social media platforms and make sure to follow me, Captain Fizeman or Captain Fizeman on all my social media platforms. I'll see you guys next week for a brand new trivia. Bye for now. Geekazoid. Oh, you're tricky, Fizz, man. You're very <laughs> tricky. Tay, no, because, okay. Sorry, take go. No, I was going to say, the second one I was confused at because... Obviously, it was Mustafa. So I was like, they do refer to it as the Mustafa system, system. But some of them are always also known as the Atravis system. Yes. Like that's like the multiple sector. planet. That's, yeah, that's, that's, the that's, sector. that's that's a sector. Yeah. So I didn't know the difference between a sector and a system. So I was just like, yep, I it's one or the other. But I did well, 
when with the trick question for I knew it wasn't going to be Yoda, so I knew it had to be Yaddle. There we I go. Was, I knew it. Yeah. Everybody give her a big round of applause, Taylor. It not only is it a birthday week, but uh there you go, you get a banana for getting all that right mm. as well. Um I got definitely two out of three. Um the third one I was like I haven't played the game, first of all, which which is shame on me. Um sort of You need to play it. Mind. It's a it's a it's good so game. Good. Oh, I'm so I'm, good. Well I'm keen to so play it before play it before the sequel comes out. <laughs> I will, I will. Uh, sorry, I, I noticed that I put up Tao's questions are there. He goes, I wouldn't even know for Yaddle in, instead of uh, Yoda. True, they're very Because similar, like, in but... the game, they actually... So Cal Kessis, who is the main protagonist, actually yeah. says, Yoda is like, no, Master Yaddle. I just go... Oh, Yaddle was they're... literally in The Phantom Menace. The, yes, mm -hmm. he's, well, he's a background character, right? But uh, um, I was uh, more she... like... She, she oh oh really I didn't even know that. Marciano's a she. Oh, there you go. Learned something new today. Um, <laughs> but I know how like they like to try and connect Star Wars, and I'm like, oh, this is how they've connected it by bringing Yoda into it. Anyway, well done. <laughs> Let us know how you went in the comments below. Uh, I'm assuming Terry got all three right based off the hand clap. Um, I'm assuming. Let us know, Terry. But Fizzman, we better throw it over to you before this podcast goes longer than what it needs to. The movie that you were meant to watch. Oh, Terry oh, says Terry no. didn't get all three. Oh, let us know which one you got wrong, Terry. Uh, but Fizzman, before I pop it up on the screen, what was the movie that you got given to watch? Well, well, as Tay says, that we have we have very similar movie tastes, so it was a bit of a tricky tricky one for me. But the movie that I have I watched was called Mighty Joe Young. And it was a would it would have been a really good segue when we're talking about monkeying around because <laughs> Joe is a literal gorilla, mm -hmm. and pretty and much it's a Disney movie, so it's around that realm, for, uh, produced and released by the Walt Disney Studios. And the thing about Disney is that it makes you really feel for the animals, like you you root for them, like you don't care about the humans, you're always caring more about the animals, um, and 100%. I actually love that. It does have a focus on poaching and the whole poaching of animals in um, African countries and everything. But essentially the plot is, is that Jill Young, who is played by Shelley Theron as an adult, um, her mother dies at the same time as Joe's mother dies. So they both, they both become orphans together. And so they're essentially lifelong companions. And so she has hidden Joe from the real world until Greg O'Hara, played by Bill Paxton, um, comes to her uh, her land, and it's like she she essentially takes him back, takes Joe to California, where he goes in a reserve, and the antagonists are poachers who essentially killed Joe and Jill's mothers, um, which you'll see in the film. Uh, definitely go watch it; it's a really good film. And who knew? So, Sorry, Fizz, I'm going to say, who knew in 2022 a podcast would be talking about <laughs> Mighty Joe Young? Let us know in the comments if this is something that you've seen. But yeah, sorry, keep going. Keep going. So yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so they find out that Joe is alive and they go basically to California to basically get revenge on Joe and essentially take him back to their conservatory, uh, conservation, um, and basically kill Joe. 
for revenge for basically biting off the uh, main uh, poacher's thumb. Right. Yeah, okay. I saw Abdullah's comment just there, and he is is it's almost pretty spot on. It is a similar kind of story to King Kong that uh, this gorilla is way above average in size. So there are obviously people who want to protect him, but then there are also people who want to exploit him. Uh, yep. So it's a very similar thing to King Kong that, and you know, it turns out that you see all the mayhem that happens when he's brought into like a city kind of, like, you know, into a, a place where he doesn't belong. It's not his natural habitat. And so obviously things go awry. Um, but yeah, pr pretty similar to King Kong, but in a much like more like, um, more family friendly, wholesome way. movie. Yeah, it's yeah. very wholesome. This would be yeah, something I'd like watch with my mum if, like, you know, it was a Saturday and you know, not not at school. This would be like the midday movie that we'd put on. So oh, speaking cool. of Saturday midday, um, as I was watching that, you know, like those films where they feel like a fever dream and you can't actually remember if you've seen them or not. I think I've seen this before, but like in snippets because it would play like. Those Disney movies that would play like at middays on Saturdays on like Channel Seven. So, I feel exactly. like this was yeah. one of them, and I'm like, I've, I I recognize this film, but like, if you had if you had asked me the title, I'm like, I wouldn't even know until like I had rewatched it again. Channel Seven. I'm pretty sure it's Channel Seven. They used to do this thing where they used to have two movies on a Saturday. I don't know if they do that these days anymore. No, they, they don't do it anymore. Right, so they used to have like a family-friendly movie that started at like six o'clock or something like that, and then they would have like a blockbuster movie that would start at. 8 oh yeah, no, they. After. I thought you were referring to it at midday. No, they still do it for like the six p.m. and the seven p.m. But they do it on seven, mate, not channel. 7. Okay, right. So they'll do it like on a go or something like yeah. like a. Okay, but um, but before we had digital TV, it was like channel seven, channel nine, and channel ten. Um, or if you had Fox, but I just remember like Mighty Joe Young, that's the first time watching it. And it was like, I can't remember what movie was after it, but we, as a family watched Mighty Joe Young, maybe not as a family, maybe it was just my sister and I watched Mighty Joe Young. And then as a family, we watched the next movie, which whatever it was. Um, but yeah, they used to be great, but now we're so spoiled for content and, mm. and when we can watch it and how we choose to watch it as well. Um, yeah, we're so, so lucky. <laughs> uh, wait, we are. are we lucky or are we like, this is a Black Mirror episode to be quite honest, but um, <laughs> let us know if you've seen Mighty Joe Young in the comments and also uh, if, you're if you're listening to this via podcast, definitely jump over to our socials and let us know as well. Is there anything else you guys want to add to the Mighty Joe Young topic in 2022? No doubt. No, I just, it's, it's one that's lasted. Like I can still watch it to this day and it still gives me the same warm feeling that it did however many years ago. I still, the, the little lullaby that uh, Joe's mother used to sing to her and that they used to sing to Joe, it still goes in my head frequently. Um, it's a, it's another good one. I'm always songs. Songs stick into my head the most. So as soon as there's a, a, a cute little song that I can sing uh, sing along to, I'm, I'm hooked. <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right. Well, we're going to probably wrap it up there. Uh, what's the plans for the weekend, guys? What what, what we got going on? Well, Tay, uh, we... What, Tay or Fizz? Who, who am I throwing this you, to? I should Tay know this. Tay, Tay, let's go. Uh, I'm going to go out for my birthday, so I'm going to stay uh, in the city and kind of do a bunch of activities, really. I've got some vouchers for some indoor skydiving. I uh, might do, like, an escape room, some axe oh. throwing. Yes. Who knows? 
just going to do a bunch of those fun little stuff. Um, well, I was originally going to go paintballing, but uh, the, with the weather, it's yep. just too unpredictable. So we're going to do lots of indoor activities, and it's going to be very fun. Awesome. What about if you, Fizz? If, well, Tate, but just really quickly, if people yes. want to see you and your action over the weekend, where yeah. can they follow you on your socials? Yes, great idea. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the Tay Hamilton or Miss Marvelous, which is AUS at the end. Uh, same as on TikTok, Miss Marvelous. Um, I will be posting lots of uh, stories over the weekend. Um, and yeah, don't forget to follow us on Geekazoid 2 on all our channels. We've got YouTube, Spotify, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you name it. Follow us all there and uh, make sure you interact uh, with us as well and we can get you guys a part of the show too. All right, Fizz, I'll chuck it over to you now. Well, now let's get, uh, chuck it over to J-Rod first. Oh, oh man. What are, what are the plans for um, your weekend? Good question. Uh, I know that, what is this weekend? I've got to work. I've got a show on this weekend, so I'm going to be singing in a band this weekend. Um and then I guess trying to catch up on content, to be quite honest. I've got to make sure that this all works uh, for Wednesday. I managed to get an invite to Black Adam. Uh, oh, so... so have I in the Melbourne oh, one. Oh, no way. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to be getting ready for that and hopefully capturing co- some content at the Black Adam premiere. Um, and... Yeah, I, that, I guess that's it. Like, just catching up on content. I'm going to get all the Geekazoid socials caught up and also my socials as well. Um, and this is just to set this bad boy. And if you guys want to follow my uh, adventures this weekend, if I'm going to share any of them, uh, it's at jrod underscore HD on Instagram and TikTok as well. I've been trying to upload every single day on TikTok to get that horse riding. Uh, <laughs> so definitely check me out over there. Do you know what? Sorry, just really quickly. Isn't it interesting a video that you can spend so much time on prepping for and edit and post it it won't perform as well as a video that you're just like oh yeah there's a couple of birds at my window i'm just gonna film it and then you chuck that up and that performs a lot better than any Look at other all video. those chickens <laughs> yes oh that's that's the audio i should have used but there's these there's these birds at my window we filmed it and it's nearly got a million views on my tiktok so go figure uh fizzman we're not going to see you next week. Uh, live. I might, make, I might make a special guest appearance, you know. But tell us what you got planned this weekend and what's happening next Thursday. Uh, well, first of all, for I talk about my weekend, make sure to tune into the Geekazoid YouTube channel for the Lego Brawlers video that is oh, dropping. Yes, good, good shout. Yes. You, you can get a little bit of a teaser on that of the Geekazoid mm-hmm. uh, Instagram at the moment. There's a couple of highlights from it, but definitely check it out. There's going to be a follow-up on that very, very soon. But yes, go, yeah. good, good shout. Uh, and then, yeah, um, nothing planned for the weekend. Probably just catching up on any nerdy content, <laughs> any like TV shows and all that stuff. Actually, um, Mighty yeah. Joe Young too. The movie. <laughs> if, I, if I can, I, there, I don't. There isn't a sequel I, that I found. I don't think so. Rampage. Um, <laughs> and then also, yeah, preparing and getting supplies for next Thursday. What's are we allowed? To, you allowed to say what's happening next Thursday, right? Uh they'll find mm-hmm. out the episode. Oh, okay. Or you can follow Fizzman's socials as you well. I'm sure me, you'll yeah. find out his his journey there. So Tay, uh, even though 
Fizzman will be joining us in some capacity on that day, and especially with his trivia questions. But it looks like it's just going to be you and me. So maybe we might have to make it a Black Adam review uh, episode, Ooh, yes. maybe. That might be the Absolutely. way to go. All right, guys. Well, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you can for also follow me everywhere at Captain Fizzman. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Be, be Real, real. Bureau, TikTok. Yeah, everything. <laughs> do it there follow uh follow geekasoid live uh, everywhere as well thank you so much leave a review on the podcast even if you don't need to listen to the podcast just download it anyway and give us a review it helps out the algorithm as you are aware because we are all nerds here and uh fizzman how about we sign off yes thank you everyone for tuning in to this week's episode of geekasoid make sure to tune in every thursday at 7 p.m australian eastern standard time where we bring you the latest uh, round of Geeky News. As always, make sure to always follow the socials and always remember to keep geeking out. Keep geeking out. See you guys. Thanks again for Bye. joining. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.